Kingdom Currents, episode 36. There's a familiar passage in the Bible that most of us have read and maybe even memorized. It is found in 1 Corinthians 6, verses 19 and 20, and these verses read, Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Now, even though these verses are familiar to most of us, what do they actually mean and how does someone put them into practice? This is the topic I will be discussing on today's episode of Kingdom Currents. You have probably heard a certain claim being made in the heated debate over abortion. In fact, I've even heard Christians use this phrase in supporting a woman's so-called right to abortion. The phrase is simply, my body, my choice. Now, I believe that this statement should never be found on the lips of any believer. And this is because of what we just read from Paul's letter to the church at Corinth. Instead of saying, my body, my choice, what is actually true is, my body, God's temple. I don't know if you've ever consciously thought about this truth while living your daily life here on earth. In fact, it's probably more accurate to say, not my body, but God's temple. I say that because Paul accurately states that my body is no longer mine. It's been purchased at a very high price, and now it is owned by God. It's something to try and wrap our minds around the fact that God purchased our bodies through the shedding of his son's precious blood. It's hard for me to fathom the worth and value God placed on me to pay such a price for a body such from a sinner such as I am. And, and second, because of that, I can no longer claim that it's my body, therefore I can do with it whatever I want to. No, my body, me, belongs now to God, and God's Holy Spirit actually has taken up residence in me. That makes my body his temple. Th- this is mind-blowing to say the least. But here is what I want to focus on today. What is my responsibility that comes from God's purchase of me and the fact that his Holy Spirit is residing in me? You and I are to glorify God in our bodies and our spirits. Now, I've addressed the issue of glorifying God in past episodes. I, I like how Dr. Gary Inrig explains what it means to glorify God when he wrote, To glorify God is to live in such a way as to display God's character so his praise will increase. But but then God's word now tells us that we must do this, we must glorify God, live in that way, in both body and spirit. Now, Now, we've got to ask the question, well, what does it mean to glorify God in our bodies? But, But even a more difficult question is, what does it mean to glorify God in our spirits? I can remember that Dr. Ed Heinsen was speaking in a high school chapel. It's been well over 30 years ago when I was superintendent at Lynchburg Christian Academy. That's now Liberty Christian Academy. And he was sharing with the students these past verses in Scripture and how they impact so many areas of our life. Dr. Heinsen shared that, guess what? When we understand that our bodies are not our own, but they're to glorify God in our body, Heinsen pointed out that that tells us 
that whatever we put into our body has to glorify God. He also said whatever comes out of our body, our words, our body language has to glorify God. It also means that whatever I put on my body, I'm putting on God's temple, and that has to glorify God, and what I do with my body. So this this one little principle of the body impacts just about every area of my life. See, one quickly understands that it's impossible to make the claim, my body, my choice, when you see that even anything I eat or drink or look at or listen to or inject, because all those things go into my body, which is God's temple, and therefore anything that I do like that should reflect God's character. It also impacts the words and the body language that come out of my body. It also goes and impacts what I put on my body, clothes, accessories, and anything else I put on my body should reflect the holiness and purity of God. And then we deal with this whole area of what we do with our bodies, where we go, what activities we're involved in. They must always be a demonstration of God's marvelous character. The passage goes on then and says, we must also glorify God in our spirits. Now, now this is something that sometimes just goes right by us, and we don't understand how important that is. What does it mean by our spirit? And I think every one of us, we always have this, but sometimes we don't recognize it, even though people around us recognize it. I really believe what we're talking about here, our spirits are our attitudes. Most of the, of our, of the time, our attitudes, other people see them very clearly, and sometimes we just ignore what our attitudes are. What we must understand is that even our attitudes should glorify God in a way that reflects his true character. Now, now how do we define attitude? Because we better know how to define it so we know what, what it is so we can glorify God with it. Here are some definitions. One definition is a habit of thought that affects our feelings, emotions, and actions. Another definition says that an attitude is an outward reflection of what is going on inside of oneself. But here's a definition that really gets to the heart of what one's attitude is. Someone has said attitude is a circuit breaker to the mind. See, when I allow myself to have a bad attitude, and I know when I do have a bad attitude, what I'm actually having take place, my circuit breaker or the power to my mind is blown. It's tripped. Uh, Power is not getting to my mind, and therefore I don't think right, and that can result in me making some very poor, if not dangerous, decisions. Now, what happens, many people just dismiss themselves when they have a bad attitude and they blame it on circumstances or people or something that's happening external to themselves. But we have to understand something that is very important when it comes to our attitudes, when it really comes to all of life. The first thing we have to understand is choice is a power. The late coach uh, Frosty Westring says that choice is one of God's greatest gifts to man. 
In fact, choice is a power, and it's such a power that we're able to make choices that can actually determine our future destinies. Viktor Frankl was a survivor of one of the horrific Nazi concentration camps. And when he got out, people asked Frankl how he made it through such terrible conditions when so many other principles, uh, prisoners simply gave up and died. Now listen carefully to his answer. He said this, Everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms. What Frankl is saying, there's one freedom. It's the last freedom that every human being has. But no one can take that freedom away from him. And what is that freedom? It's the freedom to choose one's attitude in any given circumstance. So what we've got to understand is choices of power. And no one can make us choose one thing over another when we're faced with a choice. And the greatest use of this power is the freedom we all have to choose our attitudes in any situation. Therefore, every Christian is to choose his or her attitude in any situation he or she finds himself so that his or her attitude will always glorify God by displaying his character so that his praise will increase. Choosing a God-glorifying attitude, even in the most difficult of circumstances, will have a great influence on our children and youth as we strive to give them a biblical education. Think about the impact it would have on the next generation if they witnessed their parents, their church leaders, their, their school teachers, always glorifying God, not just in their body, but also in their attitudes. See, choosing my attitude is one of the greatest tools I have that can actually shape the hearts and minds of my children, my grandchildren, and or my students. What I want to leave you with is this thought. Choice is a power. Whether or not you use it and how you use it, well, that's your choice. Have a blessed day.